0: The long-term goal is to make sure that these are, you know, well-known, familiarized substances. They don't carry, you know, a bad rap and we kind of undo the borderline, you know, racist and unintelligent programming that we've gone through for the last 50 years on, on drug culture.
1: Hi, I'm Zoe. Hi, I'm Erica. Hey, Erica.
2: And think of us as your navigators on the bumpy highway to well. Welcome, Patrick Moher, Thank
0: president
2: you. and co-founder of Microdose, which is the preeminent media site for all information psychedelics. Is that a fair way to say it?
0: I would think so. Yeah, we're, we're essentially trying to build a platform for the psychedelic industry here. I think like TechCrunch for technology, but we're for mental health medicine. Yeah. Amazing.
2: And also happy birthday.
0: Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, thirty. Thirty. It came fast. I feel. Well, no, I don't feel old. That would be a lie if I said it. Yeah. I don't even what? remember turning thirty. So, four
1: years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna
2: go kill
0: myself.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go turn out the fucking Window. How are you thirty?
0: <laughs> uh, you know, I was just I was born this way thirty years ago, and then it happened. <laughs> Surprised well, it I'm not you were right.
1: twenty nine until yesterday, which is even more upsetting. Every yeah. year, I just I just keep celebrating the anniversary of my 30th birthday.
0: <laughs> is it all, is it all downhill from here? Is this um, crest?
1: No, it's not. The one thing that's nice about when, once you get out of that decade is you just give even fewer fucks about so many things.
0: Yeah. And I'm well ahead. I read The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, so I'm ready. <laughs> That that stage of my life.
1: (laughs) You're very precocious.
0: Uh,
2: It's a good book. Well, I think first tell us how the president and co-founder of the psychedelics universe uh spends his birthday, and then let's talk about psychedelics.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I uh I was happy on Friday. I welcomed my girlfriend from overseas. So we spent some time with my uh family in Kitchener, hanging out with a bunch of friends there. I was actually made a uh, Amanita mascara mushroom pinata, which was hilarious. Oh, and very and, fun. Yeah. What? it had candy and weed in it. So it. candy and
1: weed, but no mushrooms in
0: it? No, but it was a mushroom. So, like, yeah, that kind of cats. I figured they'd probably know that I um have enough of that. Um <laughs> and uh, and then on Sunday went and did a little photo shoot and just sort of drove around. I I rented a car and it was supposed to be uh an SUV. And they said, all that we have for you is a minivan. And I said, no. <laughs> so I got a Mustang. <laughs> I'm like, not. No, 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 no. I didn't rent a minivan. No, no. <laughs> and then came home and just enjoyed a, a chill evening. It was, it was uh, quite refreshing. Just a nice chill weekend with friends and family. Wonderful.
1: Yeah. I don't believe that for a second, but that sounds great.
0: <laughs> Maybe a <laughs> million parts. Like there, version. But- yeah, oh,
1: I'm kidding.
0: General version of it, <laughs> fill in the dots at Wonderland. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, so yeah, speaking of Wonderland, that is the big conference that is coming up. Um, mm. Which by the time this airs, I think it will be tomorrow. Uh, it starts next Thursday, the November fourth. Is that right?
0: Starts on the third. We'll okay, have a, a VIP welcome on the second uh, for all the you know speakers, sponsors, ticket holders uh, of the VIP level. And then it'll end on Saturday, November the 5th. So it'll be three days of programming. Uh, We have two stages. So the main stage and the the sub stage. And then we have a, it's quite different from last year. We have have a very large uh, exhibition area. So we've got, uh, I think, 46 booths. We've got a VR zone, NFT zone, massage area. We've got a cryo chamber coming in, like who to thunk. This Uh, this is in Miami, This is all in Miami. Yeah. So it'll be taking place at the, uh, the Mono Winwood, Yeah. November 3rd to
2: 5th. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well tell us about Microdose and how you got involved in it and why it's as important as it is and why we need to all be paying attention to it. Please.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, so I came from the cannabis industry. I worked there originally and photography prior to that. And it was actually out of the heat of COVID that, uh, Microdose uh, emerged because, you know, all the lockdowns were happening, conferences were being canceled. And this was like really in the middle of the psychedelic movement getting full steam, you know, the renaissance, as they call it. But uh, really a big, a big public market movement and, you know, a lot of uh, sort of government support coming out. Uh, so we hosted the virtual psychedelics conference, which was uh, a very large online gathering. We had a hundred speakers, a thousand participants, and you know just sort of seeing that demand for the initial one, we we decided to move forward and continue programming. So we've we've done uh, psychedelic capital as a virtual investment conference. The molecular masterclass is more of a, a focus on the scientific and the medical. Um, we have a magazine called Psychedelia. I think I have a copy here. Yeah, let's pull that up. <laughs> Interactive with it. So we got Mr. Paul Stamets on the latest cover with yes. Um, Yeah, get your issue today, Psychedelia.live. Plug. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then we have the uh, Science of Psychedelics. So that's like a medical training program uh, with uh, CME credits for doctors looking to continue their education and just sort of get a baseline understanding of the psychedelic industry. Uh, we launched an industry report as well. It's like a sort of 200 page behemoth on everything that's, that's going on here. Uh, Cause it's a lot. Uh, and then, yeah, like we mentioned, Wonderland is our sort of premier offering. It's our annual gathering in Miami, um, one of the largest in the world. And then we have the plant medicine week in Malta. So that was kind of the, the progression through different stages of, of COVID, quite frankly, because we were born out of it.
2: And Wonderland is open to the public as well as industry people?
0: Yeah, correct. Yeah. So we're, we're primarily focused as like a B2B platform. But as the industry kind of emerges and, you know, decrim happens and more functional mushroom companies come out and technology companies and that kind of thing, the aim is to you know expand to a wider B2C audience, but it really kind of starts at home.
1: Is the goal to, I mean, do you want to raise awareness more about like the actual business of psychedelics? Or are you trying to educate more around what they are, what they do? Or is it sort of like, it, it's the business part first and then it's the education part?
0: Yeah, it kind of straddles the line of both, right? Yeah. Like, you know, we have to pay our bills. We have employees that we, you know, take care of very well, that kind of thing. So we have to make money as a business. Um, we do that primarily through Uh, sponsorship and ticket sales, but really like our mission statement at microdose is to shift the world's perception of psychedelic medicine. So, you know, as we grow our social media and our email newsletter and, you know, we're starting to do, oh, microdose X is something I forgot to mention. So it's local city chapters all around the world. We just had our first uh, microdose event last Friday in Los Angeles um, with the ketamine clinics of Los Angeles. So while it is a business on the industry side, because that's where it's emerging first, you see, you know, all the universities are coming online. The government is starting to fund scientific studies. You got a big public markets movement. You have other countries internationally coming online. And that's, you know, slowly going to expand the awareness and the adoption of, you know, psychedelic medicine. Also just kind of reduce the, uh, I don't love the word stigma, but, you know, just kind of like clouded judgment of the just say no era that's, you mm. know, been cast upon these. Um And yeah, I mean... Uh, the, the long-term goal is to make sure that these are, you know, well-known, familiarized substances. They don't carry, you know, a bad rap and we kind of undo the borderline, you know, racist and unintelligent programming that we've gone through for the last 50 years on, on drug culture.
2: Yeah. Well, so on that note, then how, I mean, how much of what you guys are doing is focused on the therapeutic element and the medicinal usage versus recreational? And are you trying to kind of de-emphasize recreational? Because I feel like it's recreational that has given everything a bad rap, right? I think that, you know, you've got like one too many stories about like frat parties gone wrong or whatever, you know, at least in, in recent history. I mean, obviously 50 years ago, it was much more just about, you know, government intervention. But what is your focus and how do you see those two kind of living in parallel with each other?
0: I'm, uh, you know, I I don't think that it's like one road leads to the destination with this. I think, you know, decrim, fully legal, uh, medicalization, they're all going to be paths worth exploring. Uh, We don't, you know, primarily condone or, or support one or another. We're really built to be kind of an independently, you know, operated platform where everyone can have a viewpoint. You know, this is supposed to represent the entire gamut of the psychedelic space. You know, like, they, they're powerful substances. And when, when they're taken incorrectly, they can have, you know, negative side effects mentally, physically. Um, but, you know, the root word of, of recreation for me is to recreate. And ultimately, that's what you're going through with the psychedelic experience is you're, you know, recreating networks of thought and uh, neuroplasticity in your mind, you're seeing things from different perspectives, you're really getting an altered perspective on life. And you know, some people are gonna to want to do that in a clinic, you know, with the blindfold and the headphones and feel, you know, the 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 safety of that. And some people just want to eat a handful of mushrooms and walk into a forest and talk to a tree. And I think, you know, either one, whatever works for you, because it's it's personal medicine, right? Everyone's brain is different. It's like a thumbprint. You can't really tell somebody how they're gonna interact with the medicines. It's just about their set and setting. So yeah, long-winded answer. I think uh there's no room for absolutism here because that's really not what we're trying to accomplish at the end of the day.
2: Right. But like even in terms of programming, for example, at Wonderland, is it, are you, like what are some examples Who who's coming and, and doing, creating some of the content and, and leading the, the speeches and the thought leadership?
0: Yeah, for sure. So the the stages are divided um, between the, the sort of the substage stage and the main stage. The main stage will be focused on Uh, culture, day one, business, day two, science, day three. So you kind of have a wide gamut of, you know, music, um, you know, that kind of thing and culture, the arts, the ceremonial aspects, the indigenous um, tribes, you know, really like a broad representation there on the business side, obviously more focused on, you know, the biotechs and drug discovery companies and public market facing. And then the, you know, the science we have, um, actually, our, our science day is pretty loaded. We've got uh, a lot of leading representatives from major universities, Yale, you know, Harvard, UCS. We have the FDA is even doing a keynote. Uh, so Gene Gunn from the FDA will be doing a keynote, which I think is a, a first in psychedelic event history. Uh, we got Rick Doblin doing a keynote. Um, you know, Reggie Watts, a comedian. So we got the sort of mainstream celebrity angle. Uh, Rashad Evans, you know, former UFC fighter. So it really does, you know, cover a wide gamut. And then on the second stage, we drill in a little bit more to uh, mushrooms, ketamine, and technology
1: trifecta. Or and maybe it's just me, but it, because I'm, a, you know, my own little mushroom bubble. But do you think that mushrooms, the adoption of psychedelics, has sort of like outpaced CBD? It's interesting to see how many people have, you know, changed horses from that world to yeah. The psychedelic world, yourself included. And I, I wonder if, it, you know, was it just not moving fast enough? Everybody's been waiting for so long for, you know, you know, the regs to be lifted and mushrooms for some reason kind of seemed like they came out of nowhere. They just took the sharp left and it was sort of like the perfect storm of, I don't know, media. and But it, it just seems like it, it it's it's on this pace that is extremely yeah. quick compared to, to CBD. And I wonder what you think about that.
0: I think it was, like you said, it's a myriad of, of answers for that, but primarily like, so cannabis was legalized largely on a recreational context for sale and consumption and that kind of thing. And You know, Canada broke a G7 treaty uh, to even be able to federally legalize it. So, in terms of policy, the door was really kind of kicked down by cannabis, but in terms of like the medical efficacy, I think that's where you're going to see psychedelics really start to outpace cannabis. Um, You know, ketamine is already legal medically MDMA within likely nine months, you know, at some point next year is going to be legally, you know, available for veterans suffering from PTSD. So one of the things is that, you know, when, when psychedelic research kind of ground to a halt, and the same thing with cannabis, it was a federally illicit substance, so that that really limits you know the amount of research that you can do to like top high level institutions that quite frankly had no interest in studying these right now, and they were told they were shit. so So you take that, but then cannabis works on the endocannabinoid system in the body. It's largely at this point undiscovered. Um, so it's really hard to get a drug identification number for for a cannabis product. You know, GWPH was one example of a company that got you know quasi-den over uh, on the on the other side of the sea. There, seven point eight billion dollar I think acquisition. So you can kind of see the potential for you know cause correlation when you actually prove something. So that's like the the cannabis side of things, and it's also going to be really hard for the pharmaceutical industry to you know take a heavy step and a heavy foot forward with an unproven you know federally illegal substance, but. With psychedelics, when you know the the research kind of stopped, research on serotonin, dopamine, 5HT2A, B, and C, you know, neuroplasticity, all this, that that didn't stop. And and so psychedelics actually work on different parts of the brain than cannabis. Um, and and I, you know, it's my opinion that because there's a larger body of science and evidence that actually, you know, can help you get to that phase three clinical trial and get it, you know. In a, uh, a drug identification number for a product, that's where you're going to have the unicorns, you know. And then you take it a step further, and you think about, okay, what about psychedelics without the trip? That's you know a common theme in the industry. Can we take the out hallucin- hallucination out of it, and then you know just promote that neuroplasticity? Our, our title sponsor at uh, Wonderland this year, Algernon Pharmaceuticals, uh, they're they're targeting uh, hemorrhagic stroke uh, with sub perceptual doses of DMT, uh, for, for recovery. Right. So it's like, that's where the puck is going, I think. And, and it's, yeah, the game is about to get played a lot faster. So
1: it's very exciting. Yeah. So efficacy e- equals money basically and ownability. I mean, yeah. Like prove it. Right. Right. Well, I mean, it's not that far of a leap. I mean, a lot of these things have already been used, um, in a medical setting anyway for, for a yeah. bit, but, what do you think I have to ask the question? Because now I'm feeling like a bit of a purist hippie, but like, I love the idea of extracting and taking out some of the, you know, quote unquote, scarier um, aspects of quote unquote, tripping. Right. So the, how long it takes, right. It's usually kind of a commitment. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then the visuals, right. That you get sort of fluid, like taking them out. Um, it's kind of fascinating that, 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 can happen, but then I don't know. I feel like it sort of takes away from some of the the mysticism or sort of like the this ancient sacred thing. I don't know. I feel Almost. like it
0: should be fucked with. I mean, y- yes and no. Like I, I totally get that, but again, it's like not all paths are identical, right? Ketamine is not a plant medicine. Acid isn't a plant medicine. MDMA isn't a plant medicine. Mushrooms are not a plant medicine or fungus.
1: Right.
0: So but they were I refer to, yeah, I often refer to this as a planet medicine because it takes you to another planet when you're on it. And it's, you know, it's like again, everyone's brain is wired differently. Some people want like a long acid trip with heavy visuals, sign me up. I'm in, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. for sure. But other people like that's where you get into like well, not everyone's brain is different or not everyone's brain is the same, right? Like if you're prone to schizophrenia in your family, you probably shouldn't getting be getting disassociated with, you know, what you know as reality because then you know, that could lead to a break to the other side. I, you know, it's like, I guess it's it's getting into the precision medicine territory where, You know, there is just quite frankly going to be a demand for it. You know, there's a demand for people watching video game streamers online. I'm not that target audience, but I know that's massive industry, you know, and it's like with something like this, if you can make people feel because at the end of the day, the the root word of psychedelic is psycho, which is the mind and deli, which means to manifest. So it's a mind manifestation practice. And if you feel more comfortable in your, you know, controlled state and your, you know, your visual thing. It's like my, my whole thing is cognitive liberty. It's like, however you need to feel or dose or interact with anything, sugar, caffeine, alcohol, you know, psychedelics, what have you, you need to find your right dose. And you know, like what works for you because everyone else saying, well, no, this is the way, and this is the way, and you have to do like, you know, when I was a kid and you were trying mushrooms for the first time, everyone's like, oh, well you have to do you know, two, three, maybe four grams to really feel it. And it's like, well, well, do you? I don't know. Like when you started drinking, you just had a beer, didn't you? You didn't slam a 26er. <laughs> so, you know, it's, I, th- I think it's just, it's a more complex equation than just, you know, what it's supposed to be because you're supposed to create it for yourself.
2: Right, I think I mean, and I think to Zoe's point, there probably will be, and there there probably already is that kind of like fork between the purists who are like, "No, but this comes from the Earth and this, and again, we're just talking now specifically about mushrooms because everything was, else comes from yeah. a lab
0: anyway. Well, the suits and the roots, right? That's how yeah. I refer to it. And it shouldn't be the suits versus the roots. It should be the suits, you know, working with the roots. Like how, oh, oh, you have this perspective. I have that perspective. Cool. Like what works, what doesn't. But you know, one of my favorite points to make about this is like mushrooms. When you're eating mushrooms, your body is like turning into a chemical laboratory. You're you're ingesting psilocybin, which your body then attacks as a poison. Converts into psilocybin, and then when you have psilocybin converted, that's actually what gives you the psychedelic effects. So, you know, like when it's like, oh, you know, chemicals versus plants, it's like everything's kind of an equation of you know chemical, chemicals, biology, all that, and it's like that's where I, I, I was, you know, kind of more on the puritan side at one point, but then I actually didn't do any chemical uh, drugs until I was twenty-five. That was sort of like one of my rules for myself: peak neurological development, obviously you know, all the time smoking weed and drinking beer, which are not the healthiest choices, right? And then I kind of got tuned onto these and it was like, okay, I get it now. You know, you just, you kind of feel the difference. And I think it's up to people to ultimately discover for themselves.
2: It's an interesting rule that I wish I had thought
1: about when I was 20. Plenty don't
0: rules. we i got plenty of other rules. We're, 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 we're but rules. who
1: introduced you to that idea? Because it's so genius. And I have kids and I plan on using that Mm-hmm. That lever very hard, which is I've seen it work already for my friends' kids. Like, listen, there's nothing wrong with smoking weed. There's nothing wrong with you know the drugs, whatever. Blah, blah. but you have to wait till you're 25 because that's when your brain is fully formed. And if you do it before then, you're going to be dumb.
0: Yeah. And they
1: just, they're like, oh my god, sold. That's all you had
0: to tell <laughs> like, It's a good way to pitch it. Like if it if it was pitched to me like that. In like a very you know calm open setting as a kid, I probably wouldn't have smoked so much weed. I can't remember anything these days. Like it's like, oh boy, what's going on up here? I don't know.
2: That's where lion's Mane will come and help you. So you know,
0: <sighs> I need some lines in my life, man. A mushroom
2: for that? Don't worry.
0: <laughs> uh, there's got to be a mushroom, bro. Actually, what I'm drinking right now is somebody. I'll give. Because they sent me a free thing, I'll be like, yo, yeah, why not?"
2: I don't think we want to see somebody else's product advertised. Oh, yeah, no, By the
1: really way, open. we're
0: going to edit this out. Definitely not. Is it is. Yeah, oh,
1: is it, ever, it is, product.
0: Product.
1: is it Earth and store functional mushroom product that you're talking about? It could be. Just dub it over. We'll I'd just be put my, a bubble my, over.
0: Type in my, my address.
1: address. <laughs> like, yeah, one of those black ships. Anyway,
0: just um, the, the Leafs getting free advertising today, and thank you.
1: Yes, we see that. <laughs> Okay, real quick. So,
2: as far as legalization, decriminalization goes, what I mean, what do you think is going to happen for us in the US, especially if we then have a change of administration come 2024, like how much is that potentially going to derail some of the progress that we've made or do, are the two, it's not?
0: Oh, yeah, Biden's spoken in favor of psychedelic so medicine recently. Right, but um, he's no longer in office. Oh, well, so that's the that's actually another one of the clutch factors between <clears throat> excuse me psychedelics and cannabis is that psychedelics widely a bipartisan support. Not a lot of people know this, but the Koch brothers have actually donated to the maps like foundation like yeah wow. this is like Rebecca Mercer, okay. like very hardcore yeah, 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 that's a real thing, right? because it's like and this is why it was so brilliant of Rick Doblin thirty seven years ago to kind of you know, uh, work with the the veterans with PTSD as a Trojan horse to be like, look, it works. You fucked them up. It's your job to fix them. You know, yeah. like, that's like, how do you say no to that? And you're finding it really hard to, you know? So I think on the government level, yeah, it's like, and and think about how well-timed this psychedelic industry explosion is with mental health and the age of COVID and the age of stress and depression and Prozac and OxyContin and everything skyrocketing. People just want to feel something, you yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah, of course they're better.
2: Kia yeah. covering her tracks a little bit and sort of putting her money in the right direction after all of that.
0: Yeah. Well, um, well, good. I mean, like yeah. that—that's me. It's not evil money if you're using it for a good cause. Yeah. With all of the Koch brothers' money, I'll do something good with it. You know, <laughs> money yeah. is just energy. It just transfers. You might as well give it to the good guys.
1: I want some. Okay. <laughs> okay, so speaking of of that, on a business tip, um, what are some publicly traded like what are some symbols in this space that people should be aware of? Like, if you want to invest in and get involved in something like this, which is obviously a huge space, up and coming, and um, move away from you know the sort of Johnson and Johnsons of of the stock market into something a little bit more. I don't know, risky, but perhaps promising, um, you know, any symbols off the top of your head? I'm asking very selfishly, but.
0: Yeah. Well, you're going to, you're asking me to pick favorites. Somebody's not going to like me for this and somebody is. So I'll preface with explanations. I think some of the coolest tickers on the market are drug, uh, bright minds, biosciences. Like he got drug as a ticker. That's sweet. It was kind of like weed for canopy. Uh, he actually lives right over there Ian McDonald. Um, uh, DMT is another cool one. That's a uh, small pharma. They've been around for seven or eight years now. They're studying, uh, as you guessed it, DMT. Uh, um, trip is another good psychedelic name. That's uh field trip health. Um, all sorts of fun ones, dose, calm, all that. But you know, then when you're talking about the big boys on the public markets, so you're looking at, you know, the standard top five that are going to show up in Google results. Uh, so I've been the Thai Compass, uh, Gilgamesh is private, but they're 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 up there.
1: Uh, oh, okay. um,
0: yeah, So I've been a Thai Compass, and it's another one of the big ones in on the market. There's, yeah. Uh, I, I know I'm forgetting somebody, so I always forget something, getting getting pinned on that. But yeah, plenty of, and you know, some of our title sponsors at Wonderland, uh, BLR is Mind Biotherapeutics. They're studying uh, LSD microdosing. I mentioned Algernon, AGM, uh, DMT for hemorrhagic stroke. You got Numinous as a title sponsor, or Platinum. Uh, They're NUMI, Numi, Uh, We have on our website a whole sort of comprehensive uh, stock.
2: Oh, good. Okay. As well. I say, so, otherwise, we can also throw them in the show notes for anybody. Yeah, but-
0: there's like a hundred at this point or more, I would say. And a lot, a lot of them went public too early and may not be in a while. You've seen some, you know, closed down, shut doors, but... It's just the way consolidating emerging industries work.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, this is definitely super um helpful, informative, and comprehensive little microdose of information. Hey, see what I did there. I
0: like it.
2: Um, so yeah. yeah, we want everybody to check out microdose. microdose. Yeah. Oh, great.
1: That's your logo. By the way, great logo. I love it. Your logo. Great use of so pal.
2: Um, And we want anybody who is interested to be able to attend uh, Wonderland. So they just go to your site and get like ticket information and all of that.
0: Yeah, it would just be Wonderland Miami. Um, It'll probably show up first. I think we three months ago overtook the uh, former strip club in Miami called Wonderland Miami. So that was was good news. (laughs) Congratulations. Uh, We took over. Um, And then we can actually also, if you want to put in the show notes, we can make a discount for your uh, subscribers, uh, and make sure that they can sort of get 20% off tickets there as well. Awesome.
2: We will do Ah. that. Um, thank you so much, Patrick. Congratulations and good luck. This is very exciting from so many different
0: levels. And I appreciate you having me on and I look forward to meeting and uh, continuing the conversation. Absolutely.
1: And happy happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I appreciate it. (laughs) Take care for now
2: thanks so much for listening if you like what you heard please go to apple podcasts and give us a review give us a couple of stars give us five whole stars they don't cost you anything and you can find out more information on our website at htwpodcast.com and you can follow us on social at earth and star which is at earth and star co thanks so much